All right. Hello. Welcome to the Mind of a Football Coach podcast. Today we're going to be talking about options and how we have a lot of options these days. Much more than probably, man, 20 years ago as far as schemes to run, uh, information available, uh, what to do in the off season. There's so much there's so much information out there that sometimes it can be overwhelming. And today on the podcast, we're going to talk about you know, how do we how do we cut through those and how do we blaze a path forward to be the best that that we can be as a football football program. So first of all, let's define uh, what is an, an option. What are we talking about? So if you Google search option, uh, you, you can get a couple different definitions. Uh, if, but you, the one we're looking for is a thing that is or may be, may be chosen. Uh, today we have so many options. We have so many different schemes that we have access to online. We have different weightlifting programs. We have different off-season culture building exercises. We have a bunch of different things that we can look at as we, as we try to plan, as we try to, to make a, a best laid plan in reference to a podcast that I, I just put out last week, I believe. And we just have so many options these days. It is, it is incredible the amount of material that is, that is out there. And that really is a, a new thing. I think about when I first got into coaching, I, I went to some coaching clinics that, and this was gee whiz, 2008 and learned some things in a session, but generally you had to go somewhere to, to learn it. It wasn't as available as it is, as it is now. Now you have all these websites you can go look at uh, to draw information from and that's great, but at the same time, it sometimes it can be information information overload. Uh, and we live in a world in general that is full of different options, different things that we can do if we if we want to. We can drink this kind of coffee or that kind of coffee. We can wear these this kind of shoes or those kind of shoes. We can drive different kinds of cars, all those different types of things. And I think sometimes that's taxing mentally when we're making a bunch of decisions each day. And if you compare the amount of decisions people are making each day today, as opposed to, I don't know, 50 years ago, we make far more decisions about different things today. And then you factor in social media and those opinions, talking uh, to people, and it can be exhausting because there are so many different opinions. My goodness, if you just look online at a comment section of any video on YouTube, jeez, oh uh, a lot of different opinions out there about what people what people put out online. So, yeah, we definitely have a lot of options, don't we? We have a lot of things that we can consider as we're we're going forward in life or in football, right, or in your classroom or in your business setting, there's a whole lot of different things that we can consider when we're trying to make decisions. And man, today it's, it's more about filtering through the different pieces of data that are available as opposed to collecting data. Like it was just a short time ago, because there's so much information. Now you just Google search and bang, whatever you're looking for comes up. 
and there's a bunch of different different opinions out there about what uh, what should be done. And it really makes it hard to commit to a certain scheme or a certain off-season program because there's so many different things that are that are out there that we can look at. Uh, and to commit means to pledge or bind a person or, or an organization to a certain course or policy. So I think about my time as a head coach going on this next year will be my eighth season. There are certain things that I've carried through all eight seasons, uh, be it program philosophy, different plays, things of that nature. But I think more has probably changed than it, than it, than it has stayed the same because there's information out there and I've coached it, been a head coach at now three different programs. So trying to synthesize data and make decisions based on available personnel to try to give us the best chance to be successful. And I was just talking to a, a coaching friend of mine on the phone and he said that you have to define your success. And that is, wow, that is really powerful. Cause that is so true. Cause not everybody goes 10 and 0 every year or even five and five. Sometimes there's years that you know, maybe five and five's the best year that place has had in a long time or four and six or three and seven or whatever that is. But you have to define your success. What is, what does it mean for you and your program to have success and what options give you the best chance to do that? And I know for me, I like, I'm a very curious person, so I want to research and try to understand what's the best way to do something. And I know for me, follow through is lacking. So we're working through this. We're trying to figure out, you know, what is the best for us. <clears throat> and then sometimes when it doesn't work, you think, oh, do we need to ditch the plan and make a new one? Or should we just follow through and stay the course? And I really think, a lot of that comes back to feel just what works for your place. I think about, there's a, there's a quote I was, I was reading it. It says something to the effect of don't try, don't try to be consistent. Just try to be right and try to do what is best for your program at that moment, at that time, because we're not in a vacuum. We're at a place and a time. So what is the best decision you can make for your program? going forward and to just you know springboard off that to say yes to a commitment means you have to say no to certain ideas and in the off season i know most coaches we collect a bunch of data we're collecting whether that's google drive files or OneDrive files or you're saving it to your computer or you're taking handwritten notes you're collecting I'm collecting a bunch of data to try to find that, that edge for the next football season. And as we filter through that, as we get towards the spring, because usually in the springs when you're starting to finalize some things. So in the summer, you're ready to go. You're taking those pages and pages of information or those multiple documents and you're paring that down to, Hey, what are we going to focus on for this football season? Because every football season has a life of its own. Every year is like the first year because what happened last year 
really doesn't have much impact on on the the next year. And I remember we were finishing this past season. Somebody asked me, Coach, if you win this last game, does that carry over into the next year? I said, well, maybe it helps for a week. But after that, no. I think that it's like a pregame speech. <laughs> I think far too much is put – far too much credit, excuse me, is given to pregame speeches. Those last to about kickoff. And then they're gone because that's just fleeting emotion. And same thing with carrying over from one season to the next. Now, do I think you can build momentum as a program that you're doing things the right way, getting good results? Sure. But I think that every year we have to reevaluate and say, hey, how do we do it better the next year? And that's what people like Bill Belichick do, Nick Saban, and they're the, the cream of the crop. So how do we make our program the best it can be going forward with the mindset that every year is a new year. It may be your 20th year at a, at a program, but every year is a new year. How do we try to help our student athletes have the best experience possible and put them in a position to be successful because we cannot do everything. And I think as a coach, we can strive to learn as much as we can, but what we can execute is in reality, especially in high school is very small. We are we are competing against the clock in high school because I know the places I've been, we don't have time for after school meetings and then to the field. It is get on the field, let's work it, and then let's go home. And that, to me, means my scheme needs to be pretty simple, and it needs to be something that can be understood quickly because – at the high school level too, sometimes not all your guys are playing four years. So maybe you have somebody that comes out their sophomore year, junior year, senior year, and they have to be able to understand what you're doing and be able to execute what you've asked them to do to have a successful season. And remember, define your success. What does that mean for you and your program? And every program is different. Some programs – you know, state championship or bust. Some it's not. And what is success for your for your program? And I was emailing with a co emailing with a coach yesterday, and he said this. He said, "If you don't," well, he was referencing a a study, and he it said, "If you don't run a play three to four times a game, don't carry it. Just don't carry it because you're going to practice it. And if you don't run it at least three to four times in a game, you're wasting practice time." Now, I do believe you need to have special plays, and that's good. You need to have those for special situations. But 90% of your plays, you should run at least three or four times a game because you're using time to practice it. And time at the high school level especially is a valuable commodity. We're trying to get as many reps as possible to get ready for a game. And really in West Virginia, in about three days, it's not really even four because we play JVs on Monday, which – kills your practice because you you're missing your jv team and then you get tuesday wednesday then thursday's day before the game so for us for example we go and shell a lot on a lot on thursdays because we're still trying to get some more work in to prepare for the game that is that is coming up and then the last last thought here coaching is a balance of not enough and too much yeah 
coaching is definitely a balance of not enough and too much. So we're trying to find that sweet spot in there of how much scheme do we carry? How many lifts do we do in the weight room? How much, how many different types of character development are we doing? We're trying to find that sweet spot of how much is enough. Excuse me, excuse me, how much is not enough and how much is too much. And I said it earlier in the podcast, but feel is underrated. I think as a coach, the feel for your team is something that you have to have. You have to have your, you know, your, your thumb on that pulse of your team to understand what do they need from me as a coach and how can I help them to achieve what they want to achieve. And that's hard. That really is hard. I think I could do a whole podcast on, on that. Not that my podcasts are long, but I think I could do a 13 to 15 minute podcast on, on feel and what that, and what that means. And how do you develop that feel is by knowing your systems. You, you have to know what you want to accomplish. Begin with the end in mind. And then that will limit the options that you're looking at. Uh, I recently got my eyes examined and I went into the, the optometrist and there's golly, how many different choices do we have of eyeglasses? But as I was looking through them, I, I went to one specific spot because I knew I'm looking for this style of glasses. And that is the style that I prefer. And as a, as a head coach, there is a style that I prefer and that's okay. It's okay to prefer a certain style of football. And remember guys, especially guys that are interviewing this off season, do what you believe in because they hired you for you, you know, especially as, as a head coach, and even as a coordinator, that head coach wants you there because he likes what you bring to the table and your philosophy. So have confidence in that as you are going forward. So thank you all for listening.